0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Plus Model Radio, the number one podcast for plus size women. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2010. Plus Model Radio is celebrating our two year anniversary. The new Plus Model Radio website was launched today, and if you haven't already had a chance to check it out, make sure you do at www.plusmodelradio.com. On the website is a page for supporters. Go to that page and read the instructions of how to put a Plus Model Radio multiplayer on your blog or website. And contact us to let us know what's up, and we'll place your link on the page and give you a shout-out on the show. We already have our first Plus Model Radio supporter up, the Kirby. Fashionista, a Plus Fashion blog created by a friend of the show, Marie Denae. And I definitely show love to those who show love to me. So make sure you check out her fabulous blog. You can find the link to her blog as well as the other supporters that will be posted on the Plus Model Radio website. So if you're a supporter of Plus Model Radio and want to get your link included and get a shout-out on the show, just go to the website and sign up. It's free and easy. Also, as mentioned on last week's show, we have four new contributors to Plus Model Radio, Madeline Figueroa-Jones, Sage Salzer, Erica Watson, and Amy Cheshire. All four contributors won't be on every single show. They rotate. So today we'll be hearing from two of our contributors, Maddie and Erica, and then we'll hear the other two next week. So definitely stay tuned for that. And we are holding a contest for a brand-new theme song for Plus Model Radio. The one we have is great, but we've been using it for two years, so it's time to switch it up a bit. So go to the new website at plusmodelradio.com and click on the orange box in the top right corner of the website. It will take you to a page with the contest details, and that is where you submit for the contest You actually fill out the form and upload the music uh, through the website directly. We are starting to take submissions today through the end of the month. So all of you aspiring artists out there, we can't wait to hear your song. Now, we've got a fantastic show for you this evening. Coming up later on the show is Katie H. and Day Livingston. And we'll also hear from our Plus Model Radio contributors. But up first, is Tulin Reed. Tulin Reed is the new marketing and advertising director for Plus Model magazine. Tulin served as a vice president of one of the largest online media retailers and marketing director for several online businesses, including Plus Size Apparel. A former spokesperson on behalf of PCOSA, she has more than eighteen years experience in media marketing, including branding dynamic ad sale teams for niche market television. As a plus model, a few of her credits include Kiona, Mervyn's Department Stores, Size Appeal, Nordstrom's, Bloomingdale, and Charming Shops. And with her extensive background in marketing, as well as the plus modeling industry, she is the perfect addition to Plus Model Magazine. Let's welcome Tulin to the show. How are you doing?
2: I'm good, thank you. I just saw your gorgeous new website. Congratulations on two years. Thank you
1: so much. And welcome to the team. We're happy to have you aboard. I am so
2: excited.
1: You were uh, a successful plus-size model, a successful working plus-size model, and well-known. Why did you leave the industry?
2: Oh, Shanice is hitting it hard from the get-go. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I um, I've always, gosh, I've always identified uh, as a plus-size model, even after I left the industry, and it it still means so much to me. It's like it's not something everybody gets to do, and I know I'm part of this exclusive sisterhood. and It's just, it's so cool. I left the industry because I was ready to focus on my business life again, and focus on growing my family. And it just kind of felt like it was time because um, it's time it's, consuming
1: it's, pursuing to be a model,
2: you know it is because i I moved about uh, two hours outside of Los Angeles, so going to castings and you know we wanted to grow our family, I was new newly married, uh, I wanted to get pregnant, and you know the opportunity to travel was to become more and more difficult and i just I just felt like it was time um, mm-hmm. and i and I focused on other areas i mean. Do I have regrets sometimes? Absolutely. I think once you have this opportunity, uh, when you leave it, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I lost a little bit of my identity. I, I missed being too in the plus-size model. That was just, mm-hmm. It was just such an honor to be able to do that. I mean, And how long,
1: how long did you pursue it before you decided to leave?
2: You know, I was one of those girls who grew up with a very distorted image of myself. Um, and I battled undiagnosed, but battled eating disorders. I I starved myself and wanted to be something that, quite frankly, my body wasn't intended to be. Um, And this happened mostly through high school, but definitely started taking that term elementary, junior high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been offered several times by some major agencies to become a model, not just plus size, but a model. And I'm glad I never pursued it because I don't think I had thick enough skin to handle it, and I was far too start conscious of myself to be able to, I, I, I probably would have come up on the wrong end, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, didn't know anything about plus-size modeling at all. I discovered it initially. I saw Emmy as one of the top 50 people, uh, most beautiful people uh, years ago. And I remember standing in line, just completely in the dumps about myself, literally wearing my husband's clothes, having no fashion sense at all, having grown up in a, in a family full of fashion. My mother was a designer And I saw Mode Magazine, and I just thought, I looked at these women and thought, oh, my gosh. You know, I can relate, and look how gorgeous they are, and look at all the different ideas you have to put yourself together. And it was kind of an an aha moment. And then I also read Emmy's book. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of all those things together kind of, you know, had me explore the possibility. So um, that's kind of where it started.
1: And also, besides being a former plus model. You are also a former spokesperson for PCOS. So tell us um, what that is, and did that have anything to do with you walking away from modeling as well?
2: No. Actually, uh, when I first got into modeling, I was uh, was through a meeting, a chance meeting with Emmy, um, but that didn't quite pan out, and then I, I, I jumped back into it later. In that process, I got very, very sick. I was um, working for Time Warner at the time, and I I got this great position. I had great bosses. I loved what I was doing, and I was just getting increasingly more sick. And then I started losing my hair and lost my eyebrows, and just all these things started happening to my body. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I became a plus size model after that, after kind of gaining control of my symptoms. And I was always discouraged from talking about it, because now plus models are sexy, but even back when I started, which wasn't that long ago, um, we were a little more uh, mainstream, a little more, what do you call it, uh, commercial. Mhm. Yeah. And uh, I was told that it would probably hurt my career. And I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. But the only why, thing did, Why
1: would speaking out about that hurt your career? I don't understand.
2: Yeah, I don't either, honestly, Shanice. I guess because um, pretty people don't have ugly diseases, as okay. it was put. Okay. And you know, do I think that that makes us ugly? No, but I'm just I'm just saying that's how it was stated, mm-hmm. and it's not and it's not a glamorous illness to have. And now, what I, what I, is
1: PCOS for those of us that aren't familiar?
2: It's a hormonal imbalance, um, and I am a firm believer that it has an inflammation connection. But it's called polycystic ovarian syndrome, and uh, many of us get male pol- um, pattern balding just just from the outside, not counting of the things going on inside. Pattern, uh, male pattern baldness, uh, uh, hair issues, uh, just all sorts of different things that occur with this. And for a long time, it was really underdiagnosed. And many of us have it. Uh, it's hormonal imbalance. Um, a lot of things that we suffer from as women that, oh, just deal with it, your woman, or, or she's just having women issues. It's not the case. They're really things that we suffer with and the, a lot of us suffer silently with, especially things like infertility. Um, because we can't speak openly to people about it, and our doctors and our families don't understand. Um,
1: now, why so. is PCOS common amongst plus-size women?
2: Well, it, I, because of the hormonal issues that are involved. I mean, that's a whole other shunish show, honestly. But okay. um, it really does um, it, it it does affect your weight, uh, and many of us do gain a lot of weight.
1: And you can't lose it because you have that um, that problem.
2: It's a vicious cycle because for us, look, I'm all for the plus-size woman. I really, really am. I'm a big supporter. But for some of us, like myself, that when you get into the cycle, the more weight we put on, the more difficult the PCOS gets. The more difficult the PCOS gets, the more weight we put on. And what it is is really becoming a bigger and bigger symptom of this growing problem that we have inside of us. So it's really important that we follow very healthy patterns to help combat that as much as we can.
1: Now, um, real quickly, tell me some of the symptoms, um, some of the things we can look out for to know if we need to go get checked.
2: Anything that doesn't feel right in your body as a woman, cramping, uh, cramping, heavy periods, uh, uh, hair, uh, losing hair, growing facial hair, uh, uh, Changes in your sex drive. I, I, I would love referring to this. Like, always shocks people. Chunky periods. I know it sounds terrible, but these mm-hmm. things aren't necessarily normal. Infertility, um, those kinds of things. Those things aren't. I mean, infertility is normal, but you I know, mean, a lot of the, the cramping and the things like that, and the pains that women go through during their myco- monthly cycles are not normal. We don't mm-hmm. have to suffer those things. And if you go to a doctor and they're not willing to listen to you and your problems, and they pass you off and tell you to get on the pill, go to another doctor and go to another doctor and go to another doctor and find communities you can connect connect with and find women who are like you. That's how I got diagnosed. I had to leave my position because I knew I'd never get any higher at Time Warner because I would be labeled a sick girl. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. Nobody. So it's
1: not easily diagnosed then. They're
2: diagnosing a little more quickly now. Um, But, yeah, it took me about three solid years to get a. A proper diagnosis. I wish I knew that in our teenagers. It's something that women should really be looking at uh, in their teenage girls, for sure. Now, to the root of
1: it. tell us about your mark, uh, your background in marketing, and some of the things that you've done in the past.
2: Oh, I love marketing. Uh, I, I I might love marketing a little more than I just plus size modeling. I just it's uh, I was very. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but no. But I it's it's so a part of me, like being a plus size model. Um, My background was I had great mentors, and I asked a lot of questions, and I always took chances, and I started off as a receptionist at Time Warner and worked my way up to the ranks, and things I learned there, I later went and started my own business in the midst of being sick, by the way, um, and started getting into foreign language television and started working uh, with clients and developing their television networks and creating advertising revenues from next to nothing. Um, and then I eventually got into the online aspects of things as well. I was vice president, one of the largest media sellers online. I had uh, the honor of not only modeling for Kiana, but later becoming their marketing director. Uh, you know, it goes back years and years and years. I Just just like with my modeling, I didn't take chances. or I didn't take no for an answer. staying in the PCOS. I had those same experiences my, with uh, my marketing, just amazing opportunities and always just kind of figure out a way to get things done. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: Now, as far as your new position with Plus Model Magazine, what are some of the things you're going to incorporate with your marketing background to help the magazine go to the next level?
2: Well, a couple things. I mean, this is just such an amazing fit. I'm really excited about it. But, as, as we all know, uh, Plus Model Magazine is a free magazine, and as we support each other all uh, within the Plus Size community, one of the main goals is to increase advertising revenue. The magazine's been strong for, I believe, three years now. Now we have the radio shows in its second year. I mean, it's, it's going strong and not going anywhere. This last issue was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. To really help grow the my, magazine um, from a, a marketing as, uh, standpoint and from an advertising point of view, first and foremost, and help get the word out um, in the magazine and putting all those things in. But I'm really focusing on my online experiences for the magazine.
1: Now, if someone is listening and is interested in promoting their company through the magazine, what are some of the ways you can advertise with Plus Model Magazine?
2: We are very in tune uh, with our readership things uh, that they're looking for, um, how many readers we're getting how often they're on pages, things like that. All that's really, really important to the growth of the magazine, and we pay very close attention to that. Um, potential advertisers, of course, always have the opportunity to, um, we have full-page ads within the magazine. When you advertise with Plus Model Magazine, you're not just advertising, but you're getting the breath of this entire staff of truly uh, plus-size experts in, into the um, industry who know it really, really well. So we're more of a marketing partner. So we help get your um, product or your company out via um, online Mm
3: -hmm. through a very
2: strong Facebook community, through press releases, advertising in the magazine. We do things. We we really cater to the small boutique who's looking to gain um, a a wider audience in their local area, to companies that really focus on the Internet, and to all the larger companies, the larger corporations as well too, We have different programs for each one of those, and we also offer customized solutions as well. So uh, there's lots of opportunities, but you really can't get a better source of um, plus-size community experts like our staff.
1: And why do you think online marketing is so effective for prospective clients, especially in the plus industry?
2: If people get excited about television, they should really get excited about the Internet. Um, years ago, I read an article about how television and the internet, the lines between the two are becoming blurred, and it's very, very true.
3: The internet, I don't
2: have to tell you, is this amazing vehicle um, that literally can put your product directly into the laps of your potential client, and what so often happens is that people overcomplicate what really is truly a simple process, if mm-hmm. done right, and can be very cost-effective.
1: Yeah, and i got to tell you, some days I don't even turn on my television anymore because I'm just glued to the computer all day.
2: Everything you need is in an instant. We have an instant to connect with our customers. We have an instant to make that sale. We have an instant to make that impression, that connection, all those things that the Internet brings to you. And this is, I mean, (laughs) you know, know, there was a time that people thought that the telephone wasn't going to make it. And television wasn't going to make it. So, you know, I think right. there's a time that people thought, oh, the Internet isn't the place to put your dollars. The Internet can be very vast. People can do it very, very wrong. And then they can do it very, very right. Um, right. Your opportunities are great. But it's the wild west out there.
1: Right. And it's just very cost effective because it just doesn't cost that much to advertise online compared to uh, an ad in a print magazine or Uh, television commercial or radio commercial, those things are very expensive. And I know a lot of the plus industry, the companies in the plus industry don't have that much money.
2: No, and they don't. And often uh, 65% of the people get their news on the Internet versus 50% in the newspaper. I mean, everything you need is there. Can you make the Internet expensive for yourself? If you want to spend a lot of money on the Internet and waste your money, absolutely, there's plenty of people and sources and ways to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But the Internet really can be a very cost-effective vehicle. Not only that, you've got to think of the archiving potential. You've got to think of search engines. People spend so much money in getting in search engines. And mm-hmm. there's some really simple steps that you can make to really propel yourself to the top by being consistent with it. Are there cost-effective ways of doing it? Absolutely. If Plus Model is one of those ways, I wouldn't be the marketing director if I didn't believe that was the case. Um, exactly. It's it powerful.
1: Yes, I, I agree. Now, do you have anything coming up we can be looking out for, or you are strictly focused on Plus Model Magazine right now?
2: You know, <laughs> I think you're doing. I do have something kind of exciting that's coming out. Uh, That's going to be very raw, but I mean that in a very positive way, but I I can't go into it too much right now. But um, we do have a feature that we're going to be putting in the magazine called Hot in the City, and the city would be hot in Chicago, et cetera, et cetera, and that's going to really focus on different boutiques, a way for them to get their story out there, but they've got to be hot. They've got to be stylish inside and out, and that's going to be coming up as well too. So um, as far as advertising and marketing the magazine We reworked that based off of all the fantastic research and feedback that the magazine has had for the past three years. I mean, no, there's so many magazines, who don't make it past six months. And three years later, we're bigger and better and stronger than ever. So there's a lot more opportunities to uh, be a part of the magazine.
1: And I agree. And do you have an official website or let everybody know the best way to get in touch with you?
2: Uh, There's a couple ways that you can contact me. You can contact me either directly to Lynn uh, at PlusModelMagazine.com or Marketing at PlusModelMagazine.com.
1: Okay, sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and I look forward to seeing all you can bring to the magazine.
2: Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Hopefully I wasn't too energetic. (laughs) I'm I'm just a very excited kind of person. (laughs)
1: You were great. Thanks again.
2: Thanks, Denise.
1: All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now we are about to have our first contributor, Madeline Figueroa-Jones, and she's going to give us the latest scoop with what's up in the industry. Hi, Denise. Hey, Maddie. So what's the latest?
0: So I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. Um, I wanted to talk about the model intensive that we're going to have during all uh, Kirby All-Star Weekend, which is in April. Um, we're actually going to extend the early bird registration. We had um, a few, quite a few women waiting for their tax returns to come back. And mm-hmm. they really begged us to extend it one more week. So we are going to extend the, uh, the early bird special um, for one more week. For the modeling intensive, and that will end on March 7th. So your um, your payment has to be in by March 7th. And if you have any questions or you need to um, email anyone, you can email uh, you can email me at maddie at plusmodelmagazine, or you can email me at the email plusmodel uh, it's called plusmodel uh, seminar at gmail.com. That's uh, one bit of news. And then we are going to be announcing the 18-plus winner. I had a fantastic time at Redress last weekend. Um, I went and saw Deb and her staff, and Luke and I were there with Madison, and we had such a great time. The store is packed, packed, packed. I mean, the clothing that they have is just unbelievable. It's just great, great deals. They have Abby Z jeans for $10, an entire rack of sizes 12 to 24, 26, I think, for $10. Hmm. Um, it was just incredible. So I had a really great time meeting a lot of the entrants that day, and we're going to be choosing that person between this week and next. And so on the 15th, we're going to be back on Plus Model Radio, and we're going to be announcing the winners. So we do have a couple of winners. We have the main winner, which will uh, be in the campaign for redress. And then we have another winner um, that will get an actual photo shoot with Lucas Pictures, which I will be at. And then she has a third winner, which will get um, a certificate to redress, which I thought was really nice of her to do. So we have at least three winners. And um, I think it's really going to be a lot of fun to see who wins and and who gets to make it to 18 Plus, our editorial. So um, we are also, let me see, announcing the MS Walk. Um, We want people to uh, help raise money. We want people to donate, to be virtual walkers, or to come and join us. We had a really, really great time last year. Um, I think that, you know, it's really important for us to come together And to really, you know, know what um, MS is all about, it affects so many of us, and we don't even know that this is what it's doing to us. Just like um, Kulin was saying about, you know, PCOS, you know, this is something that happens to your body and you just don't know. It took them a good eight months to nine months to diagnose me with MS. I had no idea that's what it was. I thought I had Lyme disease because I had been in Florida and I thought something bit me. And it wasn't that. It was that I had MS. And I have to go through a series of tests to actually get to that point. So it's really important to know the symptoms, you know, the early signs, and really get educated. And I'm going to be blogging about that. So if you're not part of the blog, go to the uh, plus-model-mag.com, and that's our blog. And I'm going to be writing about MS, my journey, the symptoms, the early warning signs, how to get in more information all throughout this month because I think it's important for us to know as women to know our bodies, to love our bodies enough to be able to take care of our bodies and know what the early warning signs are.
1: Well, awesome. So yeah. you had yeah. one more thing. So, nope,
0: that's it. That's that's all we have for this week.
1: All right. Well, great. Thanks for being our first contributor and we look forward <laughs> to lots of more contributions for you from you on the show.
0: Thank you, Shanice, and congratulations.
1: Thank you. Bye, Maddie.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Now, our next guest for the evening is Day Livingston, a.k.a. China Doll. She is the Chief Operations Officer for Size is Sexy, as well as a Plus Model. Born in New York, but currently residing in Atlanta, she has a passion for modeling and has been modeling for two years now. China works behind the scenes at Size is Sexy's Chief Operations Officer, as well as a size is sexy model and a face for curve appeal. Having modeled in several major fashion shows, she has worked with Zilio Productions, Sisters Unite, and designers such as Crystal Frazier's, Jabri, Couture by Catrice, and Vanessa Knox just to name a few. She also had the opportunity to be featured on the book cover for The Last Prejudice by author David Rivera Jr. China defines an intelligent, exotic, beautiful, classy woman whose confidence is from within and is shining on the outside. Let's welcome China to the show. Hi, China, are you there? Hey Shanice, how are you? I'm here. Now, did I pronounce your, um, your first name, Sade? Is that Shady. how you? It's Shadi. okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you go by China. I go by China. Okay, so you are the COO of Size is Sexy. So growing up, were you always confident and felt sexy at your size? Well, actually, to be honest with you, Shanice, growing up, I actually was smaller growing up. It okay. wasn't until I moved down to the south and got a hold of this good cooking down here. Oh, uh, you got some grits <laughs> in you. <laughs> <laughs> grits, collard greens, and among other things, that I start getting this size. Um, you know, starting getting the thickness. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've always been confident. I've always been confident in my size. I've always loved the skin that I'm in. Um, my mom had a lot to do with that. She instilled a lot in me, you know, to love the person that I am. Um, she also instilled in me to um. You know, you be who you are. You walk Mm -hmm. with confidence. You walk with your head up. You feel good about yourself. So I always felt like I was fine. I always felt like I looked good. So it was never, um, being size sexy has never been a problem for me. So when you gained a little weight, it wasn't devastating? No, it wasn't devastating at all. Um, Actually, down in the South, you know, a lot of people, they like the thickness. They like the thicker woman, the curvier woman. So actually, um, it wasn't a problem for me at all. So where does the name Size is Sexy come from, and what does that mean? Okay, Size is Sexy come from actually me and my partner, John Larney, We were actually going through some photos, and we were thinking up some things about the whole plus-size industry. We wanted to see how we could change it, how we could centralize the plus-size world. What could we do in our part instead of sitting back, Waiting for someone else to come up with 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 something to do. We decided let's put our heads together and let's figure out something great. Um, we were just tired of 10% of the world contro- controlling the word beautiful. We wanted to give 90% of the voice and recognition that they deserved. So we just we it started from a logo and it just went from there, and um, and it's been going ever since. It's been we just launched our site february the 14th which was valentine's day and it has been phenomenal it's been amazing we've gotten so many great so many responses so much great feedback about the site uh we just launched on facebook we have over 1100 fans um, oh you from, just launched that fan page we just launched that fan page Ah. yeah and we have over 1100 fans strong already Wow. Um, yes. So, yes. like you said, you recently launched the new website on Valentine's Day. So tell us about the website and what can you find when you log on to the website? Well, first thing I want to say, because a lot of people think that Size is Sexy is a magazine, and it's not a magazine. We're a resource. We're a portal to centralize the point for everything full-figure, voluptuous, and plus-size. From anything from modeling, entertainment, shopping, events, we just want to centralize the plus-size world. Where You can go to a certain shopping center, and you may find 15, 20 stores that caters to one size. Well, when you come to Size of Sexy, we cater to everybody. We cater to everybody plus size. We cater to everything as far as shoes, as far as clothes, as far as health, beauty, makeup, everything. We want to centralize everything plus size. This is our own plus size world. We're centralized, and we want to unite the plus size community. Well, the plus size world. We want to unite everybody. So is Size is Sexy just a website and that's it, or is that one part of the company? Well, no. Right now, it's a website. And like I said, we are the website that's centralizing the whole plus size community. And it's not – don't look at it as just being a website because, trust me, she needs it so much more. Right. Like I said, we – It'll be a place that you come to it's the it's the website that you come to for entertainment you come to for shopping if you want uh certain tips on your clothes if you want uh if you have someone getting married and they want to know where can they get the hottest plus size wedding dress they come to our site anything, anything that they need plus size we're sort of like i would say we're sort of like the google of everything plus size okay let let me say that. Now, how did you meet your partner, John? Um, actually, I met John um on Model Mayhem. Well, he's oh, okay. Doing um some graphics work, printing and design, because that's his specialty. As you can see, he's awesome with it. Right. And I got with him about doing some work, and we just started talking. The first time we talked, I think we talked like three hours, and we just started putting ideas together. So and he was just, just a fan of the plus models. Exactly. Exactly. And he had worked in the industry before, so it was something he definitely wanted to get back into. So we just put our heads together, and we came up with something great. Hmm. So have you ever met him in person, or is just working online? No, we've met before. Yes. We okay. Had, yeah, John so. is awesome. Um, and like I said, this idea that we had, it just it was something that we came up with because we wanted to. We were tired of everybody acting like the plus side. Industry didn't exist. We felt like the plus-size industry was forgotten. So we wanted to bring it alive, and that's what we're doing. Now, you've lived in a couple different cities. I didn't uh, mention all of them, but you've been a couple of places. What city do you feel has the best plus-size community and events going on? Right now, I would have to say Atlanta, of course, because that's where I'm at. You're um, biased a, to Atlanta, <laughs> exactly. And um, you know, I'm I'm part of the, uh, Project Curve Appeal here in Atlanta. It's 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 awesome. I've been doing that for um about a year now, so that has been great. They're doing a lot of shows, and like you said, I've worked with Yolanda with Zellio Productions. She's doing a lot in the industry. Um, you know, we have a lot coming to Atlanta right now. They're here. They're doing a lot of movies. Uh, a lot of filming shows, a lot of fashion. Right now, I think Atlanta is is the next big thing. Now, how did you get the opportunity to be featured on The Last Prejudice book cover? Actually, I was contacted by um, um, Marion Kings. He actually was the one who designed the book Mm -hmm. for um, The Last Prejudice. He contacted me on Model Mayhem. Okay. So I know a lot of people um, in, in the business, if, if they really want to get started and they don't have a Model Mayhem page, that's a great way to start because that's what I did. I went and got me a Model Mayhem page,
3: mm-hmm. and I loaded
1: up a lot of my pictures, uh, pretty much did a, a brief resume of what I wanted to do in the industry, and I, honestly that's where a lot of my work has come from. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um you you did briefly mention you were the face of Curve Appeal. Now tell us about that company. Is that um a company that's partnered with uh your company or is it two totally independent? Well it's two things? totally different. Um it, uh, curve appeal is pretty much um a movement. It's it's a group of full figure women. We promote beauty, we promote health, uh, we do fashion shows, we travel. We do community service. We do things of that nature. Where you have what Size is Sexy, we're, we're, like I said, we're a resource. We're pretty much like something like a Google, but like I said, everything for the plus-size world. So it, you you really want to say I have the best of both worlds mm-hmm. because I'm with Pro- Project Curve Appeal where we actually get out, we meet people, we do shows, uh, we're, I'm a part of a lot of great events, we do a lot of stuff in the community, and then with Size is Sexy, you know, we're pretty much um, – Online, but we're reaching out to everybody that's in the plus size in the plus size world, where anybody can come to our website and look up anything, to them. like I said, a hot pair of jeans, fashion, anything. Now, uh, like we mentioned before, you're in the South, you're in Atlanta, and active in a lot of things down there. Do you feel the plus size community um, in Atlanta is accepting? to more sizes of plus uh, rather than when you go to the big city, they kind of stick to the smaller plus? Yeah, it definitely is a, a big difference. I think with, in Atlanta it's more size acceptance down here because mm-hmm. it's more so common in the south than so mm-hmm. up north. Um, it's, and it's just more more accepting of more shapes and sizes in the, the southern uh Plus size organizations exactly exactly, and I said it's more I would say it's more Acceptant more accepting down here than it is anywhere else, and yeah. why I don't know, but like I said, and maybe that's why the South Atlanta is blowing up so big because it hasn't been um all over the world, and it is so much people in Atlanta, and you have so much talent in in Atlanta, so um that may be a big reason of why Atlanta is blowing up the way it is, mhm. Now, do you have anything coming up we can be on the lookout for? I have a few things coming up. Um, I have um, a movie that I will be doing with T-Miles Entertainment. It's called You, Me, and He.
0: Okay. And then I'm
1: also working on a reality show with um, another plus-size model. Her name is Taj Mayer. So that's some things coming up. But anything else that I do have, just stay tuned to the site, com. and anything that we have up upcoming or new will definitely be posted on the site. Now, do you have your own personal website? No, I don't have my own personal website as of yet, but we will have it coming up soon. So if people want to see your modeling pictures, which is the best way to do so? Well, the best way f- for them to see my modeling pictures – um, I'm actually on Facebook, and you can look me up under Shadi Livingston. I'm also on um, MySpace www.myspace.com/backslash China is thick. Uh, I'm also located on the website of Size and Sexy www.sizeandsexy.com, and I'm also located on Twitter black backslash China Doll with four L's. Okay, and well, also you everywhere. They, well, and they also, they also can check out my Model Mayhem page, which is www.modelmayhem.com, and my uh, number is 725-759. All right. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for being on the show. I love the website, and um, I guess I should mention I have an interview on your website that's up right now. Yes, so. you do, and we have had wonderful feedback about your interview as well, Shanice. Well, awesome. I'm glad we can can uh, lift each other up. It needs to be more of that in the community. It really does. It really does. And, and that's the thing with Size is Sexy. We want to unite the plus size world. We'll, we'll work with anybody in the industry that's trying to do something big in the plus size thing. So we work with everybody. There's not anyone that we don't work with. We'll work with every company, organization, magazines, event, dating sites, models, everything. But not porn. Not, anything not porn, no. <laughs> we do stay away Before from the Before you porn. say everything, you be getting some suspicious stuff. Yeah, we, we got our limits, though. We got our limits. But, yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely would work with everybody. But, no, no porn. we keeping it classy. Well, classy, classy and sexy. Thank you so much for being on the show. Like I said, I'm a fan of the website. I'm a fan of the, the graphics because the graphics are, like, some of the best in the industry. John does a really good job. Yes, he does. He's awesome. And I also want to congratulate you on your two year anniversary with Plus Model Radio. Well, thank you so much. No problem. And I just want to say to you, Shanice, that you are, people look at you, you are awesome.
0: So you are a person.
1: I've been following you since Hell
0: Date. I've been
1: a big fan for a long time. But I just want to say that you're very active, and I look at you as an icon. And I just want to say that it was a pleasure. Ah, oh, thank today. you so much. No problem. Um, size is sexy as well as I. Look forward to working with you in the future. Ah, likewise, and good luck with everything you got going on. Thank you, Shanice. You take care. Okay, bye bye. And so make sure you guys you check out the website. It is sizeissexy.com. Dot com. Now we're ready for our next contributor of the evening, Miss Erica Watson. Erica, are you there?
4: I am here, Shanice. What's going on, girl?
1: Girl, I'm ready to hear what you got to say. Tell us what's on your mind tonight.
4: First of all, I know your show is very classy and everything because you're a very classy, elegant woman, but I am in a very pissy mood right now. I just got finished hosting a show, and the the big celebrity host that was – I wasn't hosting. I was actually a guest on the show. The whole celebrity host was talking crap about me backstage, didn't know I was backstage, so I'm in a bad mood. So I'm I'm ready to just rip somebody a new bo- booty hole. <laughs> but anyway, I'll try to keep it together. Um, but with me, basically what I want to talk about is this uh, nightline special that came on last week called Is It Okay to Be Fat? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these crazy women asked the question – is it okay to be fat? They really should have been talking about, is it okay to be crazy? Because Mimi Ross, the woman that leads this National Action Committee against all fat people and they have the devil and should die, is a lunatic. The woman is nuts. And she's sitting on stage with all these other women trying to explain to us why it's not okay to be fat. And I get it. I don't understand why this new war on obesity has become a war on obese people. They feel it's okay to be you know, to discriminate and just say any kind of little evil thing about fat people that they want, things that you can never say about blacks or Jews or even the gays, now fat has become the new black. We are the new gay. We are the new Jew. We are the new person that is just okay to discriminate against and say whatever you want to say. So the show really, really, really made me mad. So I started thinking about it. I was like, if they're going to ask the question, is it okay to be fat? They should have had me on there so I could tell them three reasons why I think it's okay to be fat, okay? Uh-oh. And, right? <laughs> now, bear with me here. My first reason why it's okay to be fat is because without fat women, especially fat black women, who would be singing in the gospel church choir? You would never go to church if it was a bunch of skinny chicks singing in the soprano section, the alto section, and the second the, uh, in the I want to see fat black women in my pulpit when I go to church. When Sister Jones dies and everybody, the deacon boy and the first lady group, got to go into the funeral and, and, and celebrate Sister Jones' life, I don't want to see Tasha, little skinny size zero Tasha on stage singing. I ain't going to get the Holy Ghost from that. I want for Larissa to get up there with her big ass and blow. That's what I want. So that's my first reason why it's okay to be sad because we need gospel music. My second reason why, it's okay to be fat. Is what would the commercial industry do without full figured women? We sell every product. Why? Because we're honest, we're truthful, and people believe what we say. If I need to clean my house, am I going to ask a little skinny chick what's the best pie and sole to use? No. I want the big black girl to tell me, girl, you better throw some kaboom on that towel in that bathroom and clean it on up. So you need big black women because if not, there won't be any customers buying your little cleaning products. My third reason why – I know that was ignorant, but I'm sorry. My third reason why it is okay to be fat speaks to this whole new child obesity issue that everybody's up in arms about. Oh, childhood obesity. What are we going to do about all the fat kids? They're dying. They're falling out of gym class. All those two-year-olds got diabetes. What are we going to do with all these fat kids? And I say, it's okay to be a fat kid. Why? Because childhood obesity is saving us from the teenage runaway problem. Why? Look, I was a chubby kid, all right? And, yeah, sure, my parents got on my nerves and thought about running away, but when I thought about it running away, I ain't running nowhere. That sounds like too much exercise. Now, I might have walked away, Well, what's the purpose <laughs> of that? By the time you get to the corner, you tired and you're out of breath from all that walking. Now you're hungry. So what do you do? You turn back around and go back home. So there it is. Keep kids
1: oh,
4: Don't nobody run away from home. And that is all I have to say about this whole. Is it okay to be sad?
2: Um. Yeah, it's
4: funny, of course. But. It's okay for everyone to be who they are. If you want to change, if you're not satisfied with who you are, fine. Make some alterations. But if you love you and your, you know, your little chubby thighs and your little belly rolls and all your stretch marks and your bullet wounds and all those things, if you love that on your body, embrace it, love yourself, and be who you are because thighs is sexy, right? Is that what you all just got there talking about? Yeah. Size is sexy. Size is beautiful. And it's not the dress size or the pants size. It's the size of the heart, the size of the intellect, and all those things that really make each individual a unique, outstanding person. So that's my answer. Yeah, it's okay to be fat until I lose weight. Then it'll be okay to be skinny.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Erica. That was very entertaining. <laughs>
4: oh, Lord. Thank you, Shanice. Next week, I won't be so. Next time I come on, I won't be so ghetto. <laughs> that's
1: all right. Bye, girl. <laughs>
4: Bye.
1: And you guys listening, Erica is a comedian, so don't send uh, ugly emails to me. It was all in jest, but with a good message. And our last guest for the night is Katie H. Katie has been a plus-size model for eight years at a size 14 down to a size 6 and every size in between. Katie has grown to love her body, career, and life as she travels around the world working as a healthy model. Katie is very passionate about educating and inspiring other women and children who struggle with weight loss to have a new perspective of life. Katie believes that every person can make small changes each day to evolve to a better, stronger version of themselves. Katie continues to work for clients like Kohl's, Target, Ula Polkin, and several European clients like Odo and Happy Size. She is also currently working with supermodel Carrie Otis as an ambassador for her new company launching soon that will promote a healthy body image and a healthy, happy life for women. And if you want to know more about Katie, check out her website at a amodellifeonline.com. So let's welcome Katie to the show.
2: Hey, Katie. Hi.
3: Hey, how's it going? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I was just laughing at uh, Erica.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, how do you follow that up?
3: That was crazy. That was crazy. (laughs) But it's funny because I did, I watched that same segment, and I, you know, I think they all got it wrong, to be honest with you. Like, that was just a really bizarre group (laughs) of perspectives, I thought. Like, from one end, um when you have the Mimi Rothley, like she was crazy. Like, first of all, she had some interesting points, but she came across it all wrong. Like, no one relates to a lady who runs four miles a day and is 120 pounds. Like, first of all, you just are like, okay, whatever, you know, because that's not realistic as far as most women. Right. And then on the other end, you have the extreme of my perspective of what, um, I don't remember her name, the one who had the book on It's Okay to Be Fat. Uh, her perspective was almost like just giving up. Like, i tried everything and it didn't work and I'm just giving up. And I thought that was not a very healthy idea either. And I think, you know, when I made uh, this website, that's kind of the perspective that I went through was I got to a point where I was like, oh, I didn't like where I had become as my body, but I also knew nothing about nutrition because I grew up eating fast food and not, you know, a chubby kid as well. And so it was really hard to have to learn step by step and like failing and getting mad, being like crying, and then trying something new until it would work. And that was a process throughout that that I really figured out that the self-esteem and self-worth and body image is something that has to be worked on, and you have to earn it by doing things every day that make you feel good about yourself and doing things for yourself. one
1: One of the interesting things I found on your new website was the Polaroid Timeline. Now, where yeah. where did all of these pictures come from? <laughs> were they from your agency, or you just take pictures like yeah. that for yourself?
3: Yeah, the Polaroid timeline. When agencies ask you for jobs, they need Polaroids on file. So you have to constantly have lingerie Polaroids. Um, so when clients request to see what you look like, then they send those. So I had them saved on my computer throughout each phase of my weight loss. And it started, my very first Polaroids I ever took were um, – the first ones on my site, which were in high school. And then when I went to college, I gained 20 pounds as a freshman 20, which, you know, is very common (laughs) Learned from that experience. Um, And then all the way down to when I got too small. Like this is what was funny is I I got to this point in the industry where I looked the best and I was my healthiest. And then they're like, oh, there's no – there's no jobs for you because I was too small for plus and way too big for a straight size. So I was like, oh, well, I just worked so hard. And I started to get obsessive, like Mimi Roth, that same thing of like only as many calories, blah, 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 blah. So I got a little too small, and it, it really didn't look good on my face. It was really impossible to maintain, and that's all I focused on, which mm-hmm. You know, I learned a lot from that experience as well. So I put weight back on, and now I rest at, like, 160, 165 pounds. And when, when I'm you were really a healthy. Size
1: six, when you were a size 6 yeah. and on the Plus Model Board, how does yes. that affect you mentally? Because the public doesn't perceive you as plus size, and neither do the majority of the plus size women.
3: No, and you know what? It's not fair to put to full plus size women that I'm modeling their clothes. Like, that's ridiculous because – the size 0-2 girl is modeling clothes for me, and I'm modeling clothes for a size 18 or 20. Right. And you know, it's, the scale is so wrong, and it doesn't, it doesn't do women justice because we're all different. And I think a girl who's my size deserves to see other girls that are like me in the industry and in ads, and so do plus-size women for modeling plus-size clothes. But the reality is that's not the way the industry is. So what we can do is we can be pissed off and bitter about it, or we can just say, okay, we'll, we'll make changes for ourselves. If the industry is not going to change, we can at least change the, the way the industry affects us personally. And so once you understand that, you're able to, to separate it and to have a better perspective of what's real and like what's reality and what's the fashion world, and it's totally different. So once Would I was be- able to do that, I was able to get through
1: it. At your highest weight of 200 pounds, where you were uncomfortable, you were still um, a working model and getting jobs, right? But how did that affect you um, in front of the camera?
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I I hated my arms. Like, I would try and, like, hide that, and my face was really, really round. And it just, you know, it's funny because my face didn't look as good. Because my features kind of got lost in the fullness of it, mm-hmm. um, and then as I got smaller and everything started to look like my face looks completely different. If you look on the website, you can kind of see that. Um, it was just finding, and I think that was a really good place. When you find a healthy weight, your face looks the best because mm-hmm. all your features really come out. And whereas if you're underweight, it doesn't look good. If you're, you know, if you get too It takes away a little bit of, like, cheekbones. And, you know, for me personally, that's what happened. But it's funny because they're really more focused on size. Like, they would rather uh, sometimes have just this specific size as opposed to a look. So that was what I I went from is now I mostly do lingerie um, or I wear padding if I have to. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting world we live in, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yes. Now, besides your new fabulous website, you're still active in other things. Are you still um, shooting? Because at first, uh, went well, out at first, but for a while you were dabbling in photography.
3: Yes. And we still do test shoots for models. And um, so I do the hair and makeup, and my boyfriend Bradford does the photography. And I went to school for, to art school in New York. So I do all the Photoshop editing work and everything, which is really fun. We just so have are a really you good still time. Still
1: actively pursuing that because well, I was supposed
3: we to are. do a photo shoot with you, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we got to
2: do it. Yeah. I'm shooting a new
3: girl, Hiksoni,
1: on um, this week on Friday. Oh, so. okay, so you still yeah. doing. Yeah. So what about yeah. your leather company? What's up with that?
3: The leather company, we don't do as much with now just because the economy is people, like that's the first thing they stop buying are high-end belts and handbags. Right.
2: So we
3: kind of put that on hold, but I definitely want to um, bring that back out eventually. And I did I did try to do a plus-size line through uh, Kiona, and I did do one through Torrid, but uh, it's just price points. Their yeah. price points are lower than what we can do to get them manufactured in the U.S., so we're just kind of figuring out what the best way is to go about doing it. But I'm definitely going to just bring something out eventually because they're just too cool not to.
1: <laughs> yeah, they look really nice. It was just very high-end. And the plus industry doesn't seem to, to like to buy the the, the expensive high-end things for some reason.
3: I know. And that's the thing that's frustrating because they really do think there are women that would love it. But the clients don't necessarily think that they'll pay for it. So I was like, okay, well, we'll see what we can do. And we tried to make them a little bit cheaper. But really, if you want a really great leather belt with some really awesome hardware, you know, it costs you. (laughs) So that's what it comes down to. And you have to think of the markups, too. So if we sell it to, say, Kiona, for instance, they're going to have to mark it up and double it. So that might be something I'll have to just do on my own to make sure that it can stay in the price range that women can afford and everyone can, can love it and rock it out.
1: Can you tell us about this new project you're working on with Carrie Otis, or is everything still under wraps?
3: Yeah, I can talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really, really cool company coming out called The Network, and what it is is it's a new company that's going to be similar to, um, like Model Wire, for instance, where. They have about 60 modeling agencies under their umbrella, which they're going to go into smaller towns, and it's basically going to allow models from smaller areas to become stars and get placed with New York agencies, but still protecting them and with everyone that works within the company has integrity, and they do it the right way, so you're not going to end up with shady people and get pulled into, you know, things that aren't professional, and because it's hard to find your way as a model when you start, and there's a lot of unprofessional things that can go on just because you don't know. So everyone involved in this company is very, very genuine and nice and really has a good heart, and it's a really great opportunity for girls to get involved with models who are working, and there's a model community site, which is where um, girls can get on and talk to us uh Through chat or through video um chats and things like that, and I have a blog that's on the travel section, so I'll be finding fun, exciting travel things to do, and all crazy destinations and there's ambassadors that are all across the board, so we have older women from all different divisions, all kinds of models, and all interesting people so, so that, definitely that project
1: check that isn't out. that project isn't exclusive to plus size that's all sizes.
3: Yeah, it's all sizes. But what the great thing about them is they love plus models, and they actually changed the word from plus models to spectrum models, which is great because it's so true. It's like a, it's a wide spectrum of sizes, is what it is. Okay. So I really worked with them on not segregating plus size from straight size mm-hmm. um, because I think it's really important because we all we all do the same thing. So there's no reason to segregate one from another right. cause we're all models. We all have the same job. We're all the same value of the person. So that's one thing we really focused on doing is there's no segregation. It's all one thing, and it's going to be really, really cool when it comes out. I'll have to come back on when I can talk more about it. Kind of
1: cool. Now, do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for?
3: Yeah, we do have another thing that's really, really cool. We're going to start a workout group which is going to be um, on Saturdays, and we're probably going to meet at the Fairfax High School right in Hollywood. And we're just going to start a group, a small group, whoever wants to come, who wants to learn more about um, fitness. We'll start with walks and maybe do run and just have a fun group where we can all do it together. And we're going to bring really cool recipes each week and just have a fun Atmosphere of women who all feel the same way, who just want to make new friends and get out and get some fresh air and get some exercise. So I'm going to post Maybe that I on don't. the site as well. Maybe I'll come check it out. You said. It'll is be it going to be low I'm
1: impact? I'm not going to be huffing and puffing behind Yeah, you no, no.
3: It'll be, we're, there's going to be all different levels. So everyone can do what they want to do. But I think it would be really cool as a group if we can all do something and meet up and just encourage each other to reach their own specific goals. Um, and do something good for themselves each day. So
1: so people that are interested in doing that, how do they uh, keep up with the where we're meeting? Do they go to your website? or?
3: Yep, that's what we're going to do. So the people who are interested, you can go to the website. We're going to be putting up a page that is dedicated to our new little group, and you can email me off of that page.
1: All right. And, and tell we'll us get you all the info. Tell us your official website
3: and, again. The official website is com.
1: All right. Well, thank you for being on the show again. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I'm going to come to one of the things at least. You have to text me and, and give me some extra motivation.
3: <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to do a photo shoot with you
1: until you come to one. Okay, deal. I'll
3: raise the stakes a little bit. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, thanks again, <laughs> All girl. right. Well, thank
3: you so much, Denise. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Okay, bye.
1: So thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more Plus Industry Professionals with stories to not only inspire you but to keep you connected, interested in advertising on our show, or being a guest email us through the new website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join the Plus Model Radio fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.